Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Games in Mass, the podcast where we're talking about all things board games, video games, TV shows, anime, manga, all that good nerdy stuff. Today we're going to be talking about my favorite topic, board games. We are joined today by Alex and Joe, the creators of the board game Widgets and Digits. We're going to get to hear about their experience of the creation of the board game, as well as the processes they went through, and as well as talking some general things about board games as well. So, pull up a chair, grab some dice, y acompáñeme a jugar. Okay, and we're here. Action, live. Yes, another episode. Hey guys, thank you guys so much for joining us uh, for another episode of Games y Más podcast, where we're talking Mm -hmm. about board games. Video games, all those things. You guys could check out the intro video. Um, I'll explain everything. Um, but here, I'm super excited about this episode, guys. Yeah, I'm you super excited. It. You can tell there's energy in the room, audience. You can tell. Even just it's setting electric. up, even just setting up was like <laughs> gold. It was gold. But um, I love it. Yeah. So um, let's just let's just get let's just dive into this because we got let's do it. Up. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and introduce you guys. Introduce yourselves. Nice. Um, and then we'll go ahead and get rolling, and then uh, we'll do it. So yeah, we'll go ahead with you guys. Hey guys, my name's Joseph, Joe Bugby, but I prefer Mr. Widget, as you can tell from the attire. Uh, I'm here with my partner, Alex. Yo, I am Mr. Digit, and together we have built the game. Widgets and Digits. So I'm the game designer, Alex is the illustrator, Mm -hmm. but you know, that doesn't even define what we all did to kind of bring this bad boy to life. So we're super excited to be here with Vic. Yes. Woo! Woo, Let's go. uh, Talk about some board games and talk about Widgets and Digits. Yes, Mm -hmm. I'm super excited, guys. Um, I mean, oh man, like... So much I want to unpack. So much I want to unpack. So much I want to talk about. Yeah, let's but do it. But as is custom here at Games in Mass, we always have this icebreaker question. We oh, always ask oh, all I our love guests. an icebreaker. Yes. Right. So right. here Call we go. Call me the Titanic because hey. I'm about icebreakers. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. We're about to crack. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like bad jokes. I'm sorry. Uh, this is the was, wrong episode yeah, to tune into. Yeah, you might want to tune into next time. How's it going? How's it going? Uh, uh, all right. So all here's, right. here's a, it's a two-parter. Okay. Ooh, you guys okay. can um, Ooh, answer okay. each one if you can. I like it. But it's going to be a simple one. All right. Here we go. Here we go. First part. What is your favorite board game of all time? Ooh, okay. Of all time. I have this out of the pocket, yep. actually. And then second part, if you guys want to, again, we're an all-nerd podcast, is okay. what is your favorite video game of all time? Ooh, you love tougher, playing? tougher. Actually, e- also easy. <laughs> Do you need time to stew? Because I'm ready to go. All right, go for it. Okay, uh, so... I'm a type of person where like I have favorite games and then like I just like lock into them and I can play them unlimited times. Okay. So my favorite board game of all time happens to be Root. Have you guys ever Root? played Root? Oh, I love yes. the asymmetric gameplay yeah. of it. I love that like you can just have a totally different game like depending on what your faction setup is. And as we talk about widgets and digits, my initial dream for this game was to actually make it asymmetric. You can yeah. see in the game how there's different stages. Yeah. The idea was instead of having everyone do all four stages, you could have your own like stage maybe and it could become something maybe maybe future editions yeah um, for sure and my okay. favorite video game in the same vein is dota so dota 2 dota. specifically yeah okay, i okay. love asymmetric gameplay guys yeah. what can i say yeah okay yeah. good yeah i'm a fan of the kind of like the social deduction games I, I, I don't know if this is my favorite game but one that comes to mind is coup for sure cool okay. because like it's Ooh. so compact it's so simple it distills strategy and social deduction down to like the barest essentials and it's really easy to just whip out and have like a really fun kind of like I've actually I don't know do you, have this? do you have that can you give like a one or two minute yeah, overview yeah. I've yeah, seen yeah. it like at like stores but I've never like oh what's this like I never like actually mm, looked at it so yeah yeah, yeah it gives like a quick yeah. synopsis of that game. yeah so basically all of you are kind of like high-ranking officials in the kingdom and each person has two cards mm. and each card corresponds to like a like a kind of officer so you can mm. have like a 
baroness, you can have a, a soldier, assassin, mm. or not soldier, general, etc. And each one has different effects, but these are all face down, so nobody technically knows what you have. Ooh. So you have to kind of, and you know there's a fixed number of the cards in the game, so you can just say, oh, I have the Duke. I'm going to get three extra coins this turn instead of two. Oh, and they all have their own unique abilities, yeah. but you could lie about who you are. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's an interesting yeah, game. Really cool yeah, and that's the thing, because like, if someone figures out that you're bluffing, they can um, they can try and like call you out, and if you're, they found out you're lying, you'd have to turn over one of your cards. And if both uh, of your cards are turned over, you lose the game. Oh, yeah. that's fun. <laughs> that's a really cool one. Okay, I okay. do like social deduction. That's a good one. All right, how about uh, any video games come into mind? Oh, man, like I do love the story-based video games. Okay. Like, mm, Undertale is one of my Undertale. classic Ooh. indie favorites of all time. Ooh. Even though it shows it shows a little bit of its age now, but yeah. it really revolutionized like the way I thought about video games as well. Yeah, a whole. for sure. That's mm. a great game. Oh, Simple man. but effective. It's a, little, it's a little sad game, too. Maybe, maybe a little, you little, got to yeah. tug on the heartstrings yeah, 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 a little. Yeah, yeah. We like a little violin music on the exactly, podcast. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> the music is fantastic yes, in that game. Yes. What, about, what about yourself, Vic? I'm oh, curious man. for you. You might have told listeners a thousand times. Actually, you know what? I have not told it. What? You guys, you guys really? are really? Wow, the first okay, to ask wow. back. Yeah, you got to have some humble guests. You know what I'm saying? We're here for you, man. You know what's funny? I was waiting to see how many episodes deep I get in until someone be like, Oh, that is brutal. You hit me with the fourth episode. Oh, guess we're throwing some shade right I now. Know, you yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where are you guys at? What happened, yeah, bro? Yeah. I'm asking you guys. You yeah, know, this is a going? two-way street. Yeah, here. what's happening? It's a conversation. Okay. So, favorite board game. Man, I... Oh. Bro, I have so many. Like, it mm. always fluctuates. I but, can tell. Look at this yeah, stack yeah, this, over yeah. here. This is, this, is, this is a horde right oh, here. Man. This, is not even, this is not even half, bro. I have way more. Oh. I'll, I'll show you. Yeah, you later. gotta have a shelf. You gotta always have a nice shelf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can tell by like the state of these. These have been well loved. <laughs> In yeah, the yeah. comments, uh, show pictures of your shelves. You yeah, know, we, we, need, we need let's, some good shelfies. Let's see your games. Oh, yeah. Okay, so. Um, yeah, I, I gotta go back to Betrayal. Uh, I, I could tell classic. from the wear and tear, yeah, baby. I've played yeah. this game multiple times. I bought the expansions. Oh, nice. Um, you got Legacy? Uh, I have Legacy, and we um, just finished Legacy. Oh, oh man. And a couple of friends nice. of ours. So we, we finished great. that game. And, we love that. Um, that game threw me. That game freaked us out because it'd be like, all right, turn the box out underneath and open the package. I'm like, the package. What? Whoa! They're like, hiding yeah, stuff. They're hiding stuff. I was oh like, bro, my god, my mind was blown. Oh, like, that's so, so good. Legacy, yeah, the legacy was a good one. Um, I love that. But yeah, betrayal is my favorite one. Uh, again, I love betrayal. I love replayability. I yeah. love mm -hmm. who's the traitor next. Who's up? Uh, do you guys get into the characters at all? Do some voices. I, I love getting into oh, characters. That's I love so getting good. Into characters. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. it's funny because like, I'll always end up being like either like. Jessica or like the girls mm -hmm. and then like whoever's Ox follows I'm like hey Ox how's it going my friend has the best I don't remember the old guy Professor Longfellow yes, or whatever yes, yeah. my, he has the best old guy voice like, no. hello children <laughs> and then he's always with like the little kid guy and we're like no no break it up bring it up <laughs> little, little Peter like, yeah. Yeah. like oh come here little boy <laughs> <And it's> like, <laughs> yeah. uh, this, is a, this is a family show yeah. 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 no only some demons here cut the tape yeah yeah. <laughs> um, no, but um, yeah, I love that game. Like, it's fun. Mm. I love playing. A legacy one's great. I bought the expansion that includes fifty more scenarios. Oh, so oh, wow. good. So I'm never gonna play one thing ever once again. So I love That's that one. Great. Um, love that. Twilight Imperium's kind of up there. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. so you're a serious yeah. gamer. You're I said, like, I'm, I'm a hardcore gamer. Oh, I love that's it. great. It's like 24 hour, 48 hour game. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I love all types of board games. Like that, I'm a, I'm a big board gamer. Like 
I'll play mm-hmm. anything. Even yeah. like the, even the games that people are like, this is bored. I'm like, I'll still play it. I love it. <laughs> playing a game is better than not playing a game. Exactly, and right? so exactly. like I've never played a game where I was like, well, it was better than just sitting around or exactly, worse yeah. than sitting around. You know, exactly, I was just yeah. thinking, I was like, what else would you rather do with your time? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Might as well be gaming. Might as well yeah. learn some <laughs> rules, you know. Break, yeah. Give me your huge rule book. Like, yeah. let's do it. That's like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I like a little weight to it, you know. No, that's what I love about it. I love board games bring a lot of people together. I love that. Yeah. Because it's like we're interacting with each other, we're talking, we're making fun, we're having stories we're playing games yep. we're just creating memories and it's better than just like you know not not to not to bash on video games which i love video games but video games is just like uh, good, good. Uh, it is a little bit more solo. Yeah, you're it, a little. Yeah. It's funny that you should say that actually, because uh, we had to make a publishing company for the game so that okay. we could actually publish it, right? right? And yeah. the publishing company is Friendly Bee Game Company, and mm-hmm. our motto is "Games bring the hive together." Hey. So I love that oh, you said. That. I was like, you. Yeah. The that's, that's, our whole whole yeah. that's our whole, whole MO. That's our whole MO. Yeah, it's got to be a social it. thing. Hey, you, know? you guys are beautiful. Uh, yes, I love it. So we see eye to eye. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Yeah. So yeah, those are my favorite board games. Favorite video game. Mm. Um, if if for those of you that have been watching, follow me for episode one. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had a guest on our first episode, a good friend of mine, one of my best friends, Matt. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both share the same interest in video games and board games. Like his, nice. this is his favorite board game. Oh, great! And, and our favorite video game is Kingdom Hearts. Oh, so, that's a convoluted. Oh my series. gosh! Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we love Kingdom Hearts, man. Like uh, we just so I'll re- re- I'll reiterate the story. If you guys want to hear the story more, go to episode one. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason why. Matt, my best friend, is mm-hmm. uh, he, the reason why he was in my wedding is because yeah. I told him, like, hey, what's your favorite? We're talking about Kingdom Hearts. And I'm like, bro, he's got to be my wedding now. Because oh. <laughs> our love of Kingdom Hearts got us together. It brought you together. Yeah. That's so, so Sometimes good. it's the wildest thing. Because, like, one day I was just online and I was like, Someone posted something about Bionicle, you know, like that oh, really old Lego I think you mean yes. Bro-onicle. Hell yeah, bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I can read the script. And it's like, okay, we have to be best friends now. Yeah, that's so good. for like three years now. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> can we take a moment to talk about Bionicle? Oh, I love Bionicle, Bionicle you guys. Oh, Bionicles. that was so best. Pour, pouring one out for Bionicle. Oh, pouring one out for Bionicle. <laughs> Y'all remember the Man. movies? Oh, oh the yeah. movies. I, I remember them. the one. Do you remember the one where they had like those little worm things or not? That was their whole thing? Oh, that was so sick. It kind of like, yeah. Oh, it was like, and they're like they're coming oh, from like man. the depths, and yep, I was like, yep, yep. I'm so into this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> R.P. by Uncle. Oh, R.P. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, those are my two two favorite Kingdom Hearts. I love Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. I'm um, as crazy and convoluted yeah, as that <laughs> that that series is. Mm-hmm. I mean, try to explain it to someone that you're like, um, it's just a game that has Disney characters and Final Fantasy characters. <laughs> That's all you need to know. That's all you need yeah, to that's know. That's all you need to know. It has all those. And stuff. It, I love it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, those are those, those games those are so are, fun. I love your guys' selections. Yeah, Root. I love Root. Root's fun. You love Root. Root. Fruit root can be hard to get people into because is. the learning curve is high, right? Yes. Like you have to kind of know what everybody yeah. can do. But like once you get there, you like really, the like, flexibility is yeah, what gets me. That's what I tell people. Like Root mm-hmm. is like it's a fun game, but. You can't really like. You can't, I can't be like, hey, this is what you do on your step. Like, I can't. Like, that's no. It's up to you. you it's gotta, so different. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. being the 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 vagabond. The vagabond. Yeah. I, who doesn't? The yeah, vagabond's the vagabond great. Was, I think the creator when he made it, like his favorite character was the vagabond. No way. So that's why it I think shows. the vagabond's a little bit gets a lot of love. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. A little like, bit biased. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, vagabond's great. It's obviously, like you, you win if you're the vagabond. Yeah. Well, maybe I love that woodland alliance. So don't be coming to my territory right now. You want to join? You want to join? Yeah, yeah. The fires of revolution have been lit. <laughs> Join us, brothers and sisters, as we rise against the crushing force of the cat. Like, you have nothing to lose for your yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, 
Nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> bro, come on. Bro, yeah. You're in last place. Yeah, right. just read our pamphlet. Read our pamphlet. <laughs> spread, can't, spread, can't a no spread a little sympathy. Spread a little sympathy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, man. I get, I get into all the games. I love when I can, like, get yes, into my little, yes. like, oh, like race or, or class or whatever. It's so dude, good. we got to have a board game night. Dude. Oh, dude, yeah, I'm down. Gotta, I'm you guys down. Absolutely. I'm, always down. Like, I'm always down to have board game nights. Always I'm, I'm down. Try mm-hmm. bring widgets and digits. We'll play it. Oh, widgets and digits? Let's do it. We'll get to it. Like so you see, you see, you see my boy Omar. You see how we oh, get you guys into are it. so yeah. funny. We get you into guys it. are the funniest guys at the con. No, wait, really? I'm sorry, everybody else at the con, but it's true. It's <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah, you guys, you know, we yeah. like to get into it. Like I said, like we like to trash talk. We like to get into, it, but like, um, yeah, we just get into board games. We love to get into the whole lore, the whole story. Mm. That's what makes it fun. And uh, if you guys are listening, you haven't figured it out yet, but this episode's all about board games. Whoop, whoop, so you know we it. love, yeah, whoop, you know, um, for those of you who know me, I love oh, board games. No. Oh, dropping the mic, dropping the mic. We're also, uh, yeah, we drop the mic when we make a cool statement exactly, like that. Exactly, yeah, like board games. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah like I said, we were um, a big board gamers. Um, I love um, playing all types of board games, fun, boring, whatever types it is, and I love how it brings people together, like we, mm. we're reiterating, and, um, and, Except with that, that con that where I met you guys first, mm-hmm. that was my first con, by the way. Really? First that was our second con, I think. Second con? Yeah, that but that was the only con ever. we've really ever been to really? is that strategic really? con. okay. Yeah, we went to the one they did at the beginning of the year, and then that was okay. our second one in the middle of the okay. year, gotcha. where we actually had some like art going, where the game looked a little more put together. If okay. you saw us at the first con, everything was like handwritten, printed. Oh, yeah. We were, yeah, yeah, we were super, like fresh from Staples. Really? We're like, oh, it's oh, laminated, man. guys. As you can see, we're still not away from the lamination stage. but we're. I dig it, I dig it, I dig it, I love it. It's, it's waterproof. It's beer proof. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. It's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. It's yeah. Fine. Yeah. Fine. yeah. Yeah. So um, for those that don't know, StudioCon is a, like a board game convention, role playing convention um, out in L.A., the L.A. area. Um, it's great con. If you haven't yeah, been fun. before, highly recommend. Yeah, fantastic fun. I'm starting to go to more cons, and I still love StrategiCon. They yeah, do a great, great job. Dude, I was... I was overwhelmed, to be honest, because it's my oh, first one. Yeah, there's so, so much going on. Oh, and on. I'm like, dude, I want to do this. I want to do that. I know. Like, I can't, I can't. But, but like just... If you swing by Strategic Con or GameX or Orcon, swing by the Indian New Games oh, Room. Oh, Indian New Games Room. That's where the heart and soul is. is. Uh, hashtag heart, uh, call out to Toraj, our, our boy, yep. the Dark General. Oh, man. Um, he runs the Indie Games Room. Okay. And he's the guy out front who's like getting everybody in. He, yeah. he set up mm. like that as like a room. I don't think it was ever a room before this last year. Really? And like now you can see it's a really popping room, yeah. lots of energy. And like oh, that's where we were able to meet cool people like yourself. Yeah, so. like, mm-hmm. like, that was honestly that was probably my favorite room out yeah. of everything. Like oh, me, me and Omar were talking about it. Yeah. And yeah, so, we, we both agree, like, yeah, that we we went in, we played your guys' games, we played a couple of the games, and we went out. We're like, what do you want to do? We're like, I don't know, like I kind of like the playtesting stuff. Like that was fun. It spoiled like, you for the rest of the yeah, you got, yeah, I didn't want to do anything else. I was it's like, like it's like a trade-off. Like the other mm. rooms have these more like refined games. I would argue like really good games, no, right? Sure. But like the indie game room, like you're gonna get a presentation from the dude who made the game. Yeah. And there will never be a more hyped GM than the person no. who's like literally made that thing yeah, and is like, yeah. guys, Look, you're gonna love it. Out. When you pull yeah. the card out, it's like, yeah, I'm it's like, a little oh. handwritten. It's a little rough around the edges, yeah. but like the energy's good. So know, you know, like, if the game's annoying, if it pisses you off, the guy's right here. Yeah, make fun of him. You can ruin him. <laughs> just, just tell them these following words, and you can crush their heart. Just say, it's too complicated. I don't get it. And then they go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cards in the air. Like, it's not. It's easy. Let me break out my rule book. And thunk. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah, like in a monologue, like, what did I go wrong? Yeah, I know. Like, 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 what do you mean? Into a villain monologue. And yeah. And escape the doors are locked. It works even better when it's like a strategy game or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just like, you're like laughing. Like, yeah. yeah. You're like, you're like getting away. Yeah. Like, All right. I'm going to go now. Yeah. Out of here. You know, they're like sweating. It's so easy. Yeah. Uh, no, but actually, that room was awesome. Like, yeah. I love playing. Mm-hmm. It. Um, mm-hmm. I will say though, when it comes to like new games, like like playtesting games like that, mm-hmm. the way I notice a lot is um, 
the way I, it's pet peeve of mine is the way you present the game, the mm. way you're explaining the rules. Yeah, um, makes it breaks it. Really, yes, exactly. Like, yeah. and, I, and I know, like, I played a couple places. You know, um, no offense to those guys. Like, some of those guys were kind of like, okay, um, so you when you pull out the card, I'm like, whoa, hold on, hold on, wait, mm-hmm. hold on. What, what am I playing here? Like, what, what's the Lord? Yeah. Like? And like I said, you guys, you guys hit it. You guys, <laughs> you guys, you guys did a perfect. Like, you got me engaged. Um, I love, I loved the way the presentation. You guys Thank explained you. it. Mm-hmm. It was great. Um. Everything about it was, I was like, I was, I was hooked. I was, oh, I was like, let, thank let's, you, my let's friend. Let's get in, let's get into it. I love it. And I was into it. Like, I was full, full blasted in, and mm-hmm. I just wanted to play. So you guys, you guys got the first part right. You guys yes. Got, and then the second part, presentation, perfect. And then the gameplay, it was good. So, yeah, because I had, you. Mm-hmm. I think the first time we played, we played a, this one, like, Werewolves game. Oh, okay. And it was cool. It was a cool game. Yeah. But the guy, he explained it. He was kind of, like, more reading it off a prompt. Right. Mm-hmm. Instead of like, all right, so the, the lines, the, you know, the werewolves do this. It's harder to get into it. Yeah, so we're yeah. just like, so then that's what like what me and Omar like to do is like, all right, so that he's lacking on that. Let's pump it up. No, and Let's I was going to say, it. it's actually so funny. So since we've been working with the other indie new gamers, that kind of thing, we have noticed a trend. Everybody who makes games is good at making the game, yes. right? Yes. But then some people also have other skills and some people don't. And there is definitely a need for a lot of like game designers for to, to honestly have someone else explain the game, right? Right. right. Because so, like, just because you made a good game, like... No one will play it if they don't understand how to play. The right. number one way to tell if someone's going to have a good time is like, do they even get how to like make the fun, crunchy, or, or strategic decisions right. it's going to take? Right. Yeah. And if you can't explain it, they won't be able to. It doesn't sure. matter how good it is. Yeah. And so having people like yourself who can like talk people through games, like it's actually super helpful and it's better for the game designers yeah. because when people get your game, like yeah. they're more likely to have fun playing yeah, it yeah. and play yeah, it again. Because you can have the most fun in game in the world, but if you don't know how to pull people in, if you don't yeah. know how to like engage people in the world of your game and the story and like what they need to do in order to come out ahead then they're just kind of going along and yeah. with the rules and, and yeah. you're like okay that was that was okay like i think um when you guys left we we got went back and there was this like um it was like a dog animal dog game yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. the guy was explaining it to us and then me and and, and omar and i were like it's tricky uh, <laughs> we, i know exactly what game yeah, you're yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. we play tested at the end it's, of the it's day. a great yeah. game but i get yeah. it it's, it's like it takes the presentation wasn't there if like, you're like 30 minutes into the explanation you're like what's yeah. happening yeah exactly yeah so yeah. we we felt bad because we we're just like you know what uh, we're like uh, we'll come back we'll come back and yeah, right now yeah. we're like yeah, that game didn't seem interesting we're like yeah, 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 yeah. i guess maybe the presentation and stuff um but again yeah except first, it's a big part of it yeah, it is it a big is, part of it and when you're a new game like a new game designer like you got to have that pitch down like you got to be able to hook people you know that's half the battle yeah yeah and so with that being said like I want to talk about you know the, elephant, just, the elephant in the room here. Oh, <laughs> we specifically have an elephant. I don't know if you can see it, viewers. It right but uh, but yeah, we have uh, we have an elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, but about your guys' game, which is indigenous. Like I said, guys, this is this game playing it. Like this 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 is gonna be this big. This is gonna get big. Oh, thank I, you, I, man. I, I'm I hope calling so. it into existence it. <laughs> into the world that it's gonna get big. Like this is a game that um, you need to let me know when it's like. For sale. Oh, because dude, I, I, I will absolutely. definitely will make the I want, we'll make the post. I want I want like first copy, bro. Signed, you know. Oh, <laughs> you know, absolutely, man. Limited edition. Thank Limited edition you. I appreciate signed. that. Because like this is a game that I want to share with my friends. I want oh, I want to play. Like I the, love that. The, it's it, it has a party element to it, but also a strategy element to it. Yep. You guys. Before we started recording, we were talking about you guys were leaning more towards. We, we've actually made a couple changes. Yeah. Changes so uh, for everybody who's watching, whether you've played Wizards or Digits or not, this is going to be a little bit of a different game because, as we mentioned, we pushed a little bit more on the strategy edge because, mm. you know, it's 
It's it's we do want to have the party component. We want this to be a fun game. We want this to be engaging for everybody. We want this to be a game you can grab the whole family in, yes. right? Yes. But at the same time, like we want it to be a game where you feel like your decisions matter and there's never a yeah. point that like, yeah. oh, it was just a dice roll who decided right. it, right? Of course, yeah. So we have made some slight changes to push it a little bit more into like the player agency, player decisions matter kind of direction, which is going to take a little bit more on the strategic side, but in our initial play tests at, so far at least, mm. it doesn't seem like it's gotten more complicated necessarily. It's just um, a little bit more like strategic gameplay. Right, right. But, but Joe, just for the viewers who haven't heard of Widgets and Digits, yeah, before, uh, we should do we should do the two minute yeah, yeah, overview. Yeah, okay. so yeah, explain to us what is Widgets and Digits. What is Widgets and Digits? So in Widgets and Digits, you are the CEO of Game Night. Yeah. <laughs> so what that means is you're gonna create your very own company, which means uh, we have these little sheets in front of us. You need to come up with your brilliant widget idea. You need to tell us what it does, and you need a catchy slogan. All right, and then everybody goes around does that, and then whoever has the best idea wins the uh, best friendship of the first mover advantage elephant and you will get to go first in the game and then the game is um, it's all about upgrading your widget making process so you have this like four step process to making widgets uh, you can buy these cards and when you buy them they upgrade a respective stage but uh, because this is like a supply chain everything happens in sequence so every time you upgrade something you're going to create a bottleneck you're going to basically have created capacity but not necessarily more things going in, right? Mm. So you have two choices. You can either buy more cards, but you probably don't have enough money for that, or you can buy uh, the resources you need from the marketplace. So you're constantly making this decision of, do I buy it? Do I build it? Mm. And then uh, your goal is by the end of the fiscal year to just make as much money as possible. So whoever you know does the best job of kind of strategically upgrading their process is going to be in the best position to win. Yeah. And then uh, the change that we made recently is uh, we've actually added a, um, a bidding stage for we've added a labor market. Okay. So the game will now, each round will now start with everybody placing a bid for labor. Mm -hmm. And then whoever bid the most can buy as much, gets to buy labor first from this kind of finite pool of labor. Yeah. And since uh, if you bid the most, your labor is going to be very expensive. So you have a choice of like, do I want to buy a bunch of labor and kind of limit everybody else's pool? Mm -hmm. But in doing so, like spend a ton of money yeah. or like, or do I want to bid really low and pick up every, whatever's left for, for cheap, you right. know? Yeah. And so there's, there's kind of this like bidding and game theory <laughs> strategery. Yeah. Right? Right, right, that now you'll have to also think about as you uh, build out your engine. Yeah, mm -hmm. and you got make, gotta make sure you have enough because if you don't have enough labor to run your machine, it just doesn't run. Doesn't work. Mm -hmm. yeah. at all. So it's a game about strategy, bottlenecks, and a little bit of entrepreneurship. Yeah, so like anybody it. who's ever wanted to create their own company, yes. this is definitely the game Check for you. It out, you guys. Yeah, and whoever yeah. wins at the end of the fiscal year gets to immortalize their name on the inside of the box on the, the wall, wall of widget, widget winners. winners. Hey, <laughs> nice. I so, like I mean, that. technically, we're a legacy game since the changes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah cool. we've, there's a lot of fun elements like coming up with your own company idea. At the end, you get to immortalize your name on kind of this scoreboard. We also have like a score rankings. So it, it's not necessarily, oh, did I just win or lose this game? It's mm -hmm. like trying to bump yourself up that score rankings and yeah. see if you can achieve the coveted Turtlenecks and Magazine Covers uh, ranking oh, at the top go. of the charts. Do your TED Talks. And yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. Right, all your conventions. You know, yeah, you yeah. made it if you sort of look like Steve Jobs. <laughs> yeah, man. I will say though, um, when I first played this, like, 
I missed, I missed that, that coin flip. The thing. coin flip, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. It was yeah. the most contentious part of the game. So, so originally we had this whole like stock market mechanic where you could wage your money in the stock market and it's resolved by flipping coins. And we loved it too. It really was like, it, it kind of split the difference between strategy and party, you right, know? Right. And then um, it, what I noticed though is that the risk takers love the coins, yeah, right? Yeah. Like if you're a risk taker, let's go, let's go like, on. yeah, what? we don't care if we lose, we don't care if we win. It's a risk, that's fun. But I noticed there's all, for people who enjoy strategy board gamers, there's a lot of like very risk averse people, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and they're like, why are there, why is there any chance at all in this game? Yeah. Like, I don't like it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a 50-50 chance of me losing my money. Yeah. I, I work so hard to get. This yeah, game. I'm, I'm yeah. never gonna take it. It's too much of a risk. Yeah, and then yeah. when they would lose to the risk people, yeah. they get kind of uh, unhappy about that. So, yeah. yeah so we've. We've uh, we've made the hard choice to, no. to kind of push it more on that strategy direction because yeah, yeah. uh, I, I think we want this game to definitely appeal to the strategy audience, but at yeah. the same time, um, there's there's still lots of opportunities to take risks. Every right. time you're deciding whether or not to like refresh the cards to maybe get something better, you're always pushing that button of right, yeah. is it is it worth it? Right. right. <laughs> no, I, I agree. Like I said, I think you guys made the right choice going that other route more yeah. strategy. I can see how it is. I just like flipping things. The flipping coins is fun. <laughs> I just like flipping things. You, yeah. You don't flip enough coins in board games. No, you don't. Um, like, yeah, it's like I always, as a kid, I love to just flip quarters. Yep, yep. Like I thought that was cool. Yeah. And so I was like, this is just a fun mechanic, just to do. Like it's yeah, yeah. I, rolling dice is is a standard like what people do. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not necessarily fun. Like yeah, flipping, flipping something yeah. is like it's like a dexterity thing. Yeah, like leaving. Yeah, I always yeah. thought that was cool, but but it, I've also noticed that some people struggle with flipping coins. <laughs> yeah, and like sometimes uh, they go all over. We were the place. we were spending significant amount of time on gameplays of like the coins are like flying all over the room <laughs> and we're like chasing them down. We're, we're Land, where to land? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they would be like slamming down on the table, yeah. like knocking pieces. Oh, yeah, I know. Right. It was like I was. It was very chaotic, and I was yeah. like, I could yeah. see why this is not used <laughs> yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Kudos for going that other route. It's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but let's ask the the, the big question here mm -hmm. of why widgets and digits? Why? Mm. Why? Why? Why this route? Why the uh, creation of like wanting to be the next? You know. Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk type of in the board. I love game. it. Like what? Yeah. Why would you, what's the story behind widgets and digits? Okay. So there's absolutely a story. If you haven't told already, I do love to talk. I do love telling stories. I I, hopefully that's a podcast is a great, a no, great, yeah, a great, a great place great for, that. for that. Have you ever considered podcasting? Yeah, no. <laughs> no, I'm a guest. The guest only. I, you know, I got to show up with the high res gear looking, and yeah. bring some Fly, attention. Looking, there you go. All right. So, um, there's, there's two components to why widgets and digits. Um, the first is that, uh, so, I've always loved creative endeavors. Uh, when I was in high school, I tried to write a, a book, uh, and I've been working on it for over a decade. It's like 300 pages long right now, and it's it's probably another decade away from being oh, anywhere. You that's know, fair. it's <laughs> a book was a very difficult endeavor. Uh, I tried to switch to maybe like small uh, short stories, yeah. right? And okay. and then I uh, started making videos about those short stories. And what I realized is that. Um, it's really tough to get momentum in the writing space. To right. be quite honest, like not as many people read anymore. Like, and typically, like it's a very competitive area where like only the best of the best float to the top. Right. And like sure. I could, to be honest, I couldn't even get like my mom and my family to read my like Aww. ten page stories. <laughs> and like as a creative person, I'm like, it's like you want people to engage with your content yeah. because that kind of like that re-triggers you to be excited and to make more and do more like so if you guys didn't get the hint like and follow the podcast because we <laughs> want Vic to keep making more podcasts yeah, yeah. you gotta have that but, encouragement but yeah, like yeah. the comments and the people liking your stuff like that's what makes you want to do more of it and I wasn't like I, I didn't really get it at all from the writing I was starting to get it a little bit from the videos but honestly like videos can be very challenging to make yeah, as yeah. you know and yeah. um and I was like and I was like and I was like you know I'm out of my space like I, I'm not 
not necessarily a pure writer or a pure, uh, oh no, <laughs> a pure whatever um, video maker. I needed something that like I knew very well that I could like use all these things together for. And I've been a board gamer my whole life, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. like I'm a little bit of a planner guy. And um, I had a friend who gave me the idea. He's like, "What if you try to make a board game?" And I was, and I was like, "That is genius." And why didn't I think of that before? <laughs> because um, the thing is, is, a board game is actually a story in a box. It's like yeah. you, mm-hmm. when you talk about the lore of a game, right? That has to be built out. Like that's yeah. a world building. That's right. like creating this storyline. You're creating the storyline of what players get to experience in the game. So I got to pull in all those writing elements, and now I just needed something else, something unique that maybe I could create that doesn't get seen a lot in the game world that I felt players might enjoy experiencing. Mm-hmm. And now we come to the business part. So uh, I'm a big I'm a big business guy. Alex and I are both actually MBA graduates. We oh. both went to UCLA Anderson. Nice. Both work and, in the same company, actually. Yeah, both, we both work in business strategy <laughs> hey, right now. Nice. And so uh, one thing that kept striking me was that uh, like, I know there's other business games out there, like Raccoon Tycoon stands mm-hmm. out. I've heard about more business games mm-hmm. as I've become more into the game space. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But honestly, growing up, the only business game I knew was Monopoly, yep. right? Yep. And everybody knows Monopoly. Everyone, and like Everybody loves to hate Monopoly. Exactly. <laughs> and there, I think there's a good reason there, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's a fun game. I don't want to hate on Monopoly. I still love Monopoly and will continue to play it. But mm-hmm. it's not like a, it's not like a, a good business game, yeah, right? Yeah. It's kind of like the whole mechanic is around, why don't you just buy these, like, money engines that yeah. just print money, yep. right? And I'm like, I if only business worked like that, right? Yeah, that'd be great. It doesn't. It doesn't really play like what a real business kind of right. feels like. Yeah, and yeah, I actually course. see that a lot in games. I see a lot where like when it comes to some sort of economic mechanic, it's like you buy this money printer for some amount of money, and you just wait until it prints enough money to pay itself off. It lacks kind of the 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 process of how the money is made. You need and like you need to invest strategically, and you need to plan for your inputs and your outputs, and watch the prices of those, and keep track of labor. Like there's a lot that goes into making a business successful. It's not just invest money, get money back. You yeah, know. Yeah. And I was like, I felt like all these games were missing it, and I thought like I, I felt there was an opportunity to make a better business game. Okay. And so, um, and then all that was waiting was inspiration. So yep. when we were in business school, there is a um, so. Uh, when I got into business school, I didn't know what it was. My background's engineering. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I honestly, I thought business school was going to be a place where they just give you a bunch of money <laughs> and then they say, go start a business. Yeah. And then, yeah, that. yeah. And yeah, then whoever's, venture capital. whoever's like best business is like, you get a degree, you know? <laughs> you no, I like, I didn't really know what I was getting into. And I was like, what if that's what it's like, you know? And then I go in and then it's like, no, you take statistics classes and you do your little multiple choice exams. Yeah, and I'm like, ah, oh. you know, like, you little, like yeah, values yeah, yeah. You like read, read yeah. your little book, you take your little <laughs> test. And I was like, oh, so it's it's just like school. It's yeah, just yeah, like regular right. school. You're and I, like, when, when, and I was like, when do we get money? I know. I was like, when do we get the money? When do we get to like try to start something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, business school is like graduate school, but you get to drink after class. Exactly. So exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, so I had this idea of what it might be, and like, it, it was still great, great learning experience. I really enjoyed business school, but there was like a part of me that like dreamed of this idea of like, what if they just give us money and see who can make the best business? Wouldn't that right. be cool? Like, yeah. that's how you should be grading like business school graduates, right? right, yeah. right? right. Um, and, and so it, it wasn't really, ha- but then there was this one class, it's called operations class. Mm-hmm. And for the midterm, they did exactly that. So what it was is it was a simulation. It's called the Littlefield simulation. Everybody gets some digital dollars, right? And you have this, it's sort of very similar where you have this like sequential process to making these test kits. Okay. And then you've got, and they give you a bunch of statistics or whatever, like uh, there's a demand curve and you have to kind of plan all this. And then the idea is that whoever makes the most money at the end of the midterm exam, they're going to grade you on a bell curve according to your standings at the end of the exam. Oh, mm-hmm. And I was like, 
this is so cool. <laughs> you're, you're essentially gonna grade me on my ability to play a game. Yeah, know, game, right? game over everyone else in this class. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. Both Joe and I, even though we kind of were in different cohorts, we were in different yeah. years. Both of us, we just went into our groups and said, like, okay, I've created a spreadsheet. I've created a spreadsheet. It's <laughs> going to be great. All you got to do is plug your numbers into here, and everything will be just fine. So, so <laughs> let me tell you the story of this, this classroom experience. Okay. So what you need to understand is that in my class, there was this super – have in business school, you do everything in groups of teams. It's like a team. Oh, it's okay. team. Everything is teams, right? right? Business is teams. Teams. Yeah. Stri- synergy. Yeah, yeah, synergy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Alignment. <laughs> Alignment, you know? Organizational uh, structure. Yeah, org structure. <laughs> we love it. And so, um, so, of course, like, people form teams however they form teams – but there was like a super team, like all the kids that came from like the best backgrounds. Like we had a super finance person, consulting people, people uh, from like like the big name organizations. Yeah. They like got together as like a brain trust, and they're like, "We're gonna crush this yeah. midterm," you know. Mm-hmm. And then me and my friends were like in the back. We kind of like look at each other. We're like, "So I guess we're a team, right?" You know, like, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like, "Ah, oh, whatever," just, you know, whatever. And, yeah. <laughs> and so um, the important thing for understanding about this game is that um, the way it was organized is that. Um, when you first start your, they gave you some information at the beginning. They said, you're, when your company starts, at first you're going to get a couple orders, right? And it's going to scale up over the course of the midterm until like a point where it plateaus and it kind of flatlines until the end of the exam. So when, you, uh, when you're doing this strategy of like figuring out how many machines you need to buy to optimize your process, just remember um, you have to make a choice of how quickly you want to guarantee you can make these test kits. And the idea is, is like if you, um, if you have a good amount of machines, you can make them at, you can guarantee like a normal level of delivery. If you have a bunch of machines, you could probably guarantee really fast delivery. Mm. But if you're short on machines, it's gonna take a long time. And you can get, you get paid more if you guarantee fast delivery mm. and you actually deliver on it, mm-hmm. right? right? But if you miss, you, get, you have to pay penalties. Okay. So there's this whole strategy of how many machines do I need to guarantee a delivery time that I can make Right? right. So and then and then like if you can guarantee the fast delivery time at an affordable purchase level of machines, you'll make the most money. Right. Oh, okay. So I know that sounded very complicated <laughs> for everybody. That was I, like, what? I know. I know. <laughs> that was like a lot of like, what? Uh, it wasn't midterm, guys. There was some math involved. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but essentially uh, I tried I met with my team and I'm like, OK, so demand's going up over time. And if you have a bunch of machines, you can guarantee fast delivery and make a lot of money. And I was like, so what if you just come in in the beginning and you just buy a bunch of machines, right? Mm-hmm. Get fast delivery, and then demand goes up over time. Eventually, you can't hit it anymore, and so you switch to the medium delivery. But in that beginning time, you just make a bunch of money, oh. right? I was like, you're going to need the machines eventually, yeah, right? Yeah, of course. And so I was like, strategy, buy it all in the beginning, soak up all that extra cash, and then let it ride until the end, right? That sounds like a pretty decent, like, strategy, right? right? I was like, like, okay, so I met with my team the night before, and I was like, what if we did this, guys? And everyone was like, what? And I was like... (laughs) You know what, guys? Don't worry about it. I'm just here. <laughs> Trust me on this one. I've got a plan. I think it's going to work. And so we show up on the day of the midterm, and I had printed out little sheets of paper for each person on my team. And it said, you're going to man station A. You're going to buy X number of machines right at the beginning, and you're going to let me know when utilization hits a certain point, right? And everybody had their own sheet of paper. And they're like, wait, how did you come to these, like, numbers? And I was like, don't worry yeah. about it. Just trust. Just trust, yeah. team. And they're like, and they're like, fuck it. You know, oh, sorry. But they're like, yeah, whatever. You know, whatever. And so and I was like, okay. So, and so what, what happened? is is like 
they threw our scoreboard. Uh, they had a scoreboard in the front of the class and they had everybody's dollars. And so right at the beginning, we dropped straight to the bottom because we all bought a bunch of machines on my team, oh, right? Yeah. And so my team starts freaking out. They start Bro, looking at me and they're like, what, what did you tell us to do? You, you idiot, you've ruined us, right? And, and what the best part is like, um, we all had these silly team names, right? Oh. They named us after animals and we had the worst one. Ours was like Moose or something, moose. right? Okay. And then like the super team was named like Tiger, right? Oh, yeah, and like yeah, yeah. they had like a sick name. And so we're like, Moose is right on the bottom. And they're like looking at me and I'm like, I'm like, Hold steady, boys. You gotta, you gotta trust. You gotta trust. And they're like, all right. And they're all manning their stations. And then, um, and I'm like, just, just, just let me know what the utilization is. And it, it kind of felt like we were on a ship, right? And I'd be like, Station A, like, what's our utilization? And they're like, it's green. And I'd be like, Station B, what's our utilization? And they're like, it's green. And then, like, um, and, and so things are starting to go really well. We start to make more money, and all of a sudden we start passing people on the scoreboard tracker, right? Oh, yeah. And one of the guys, he had time on his hands, and he kept looking at the scoreboard tracker, and he's like, guys, we just passed bear. And I was like, I was like, hold steady, boys, hold steady, boys. And then I'm like, Station C, what's your utilization? And they're like, it's green. And then I'm like, Station D, utilization green. He's like, we just passed. Lion. And I was like, hold steady, boys. Hold steady. And they're like, should we order more machines? I was like, hold, hold. What's the utilization? A is green. D is green. I was like, hold, hold. And then we reached this, like, we reached the neutral point, and we're, like, slowly passing people on the tracker. Oh. And we reached the neutral point, and I'm, like, asking the guy, I'm like, are we still green? He's like, we're still green. And I was like, hold, hold. <laughs> and then um, what happened is at the very end of the, the – um, the simulation, like it, it's going to basically terminate and it speeds through the last 90 days. And we're like trying to make a decision if we need to change like our order sequence. And like, I'm like checking with everybody. They're like, it's green. It's green. The other guys, we're passing it. Eagle, we're passing fish. And I was like, all right, let's stop. It stops. And we were, we were two ranks below tiger right before the simulation cuts off and it's time skips the last 90 days. And then all of a sudden it cuts off. It skips. We jump $500,000 ahead of them. And my team just freaking loses it. Yeah. They're like throwing their sheets of paper in the air. They're like, yeah. we passed tiger. And the best part is like tiger is like calm comically angry, you know, they're all doing like fist <laughs> shucks, you know, like, you gonna let the nerd beat us? Yeah, yeah, classic underdog These guys don't even know what they're doing, you know, like, we're like, oh, we're like hugging each other, we're like, how did that happen? And I was like, I was like, ah. Oh. So I guess what happened was, is like, I had kind of roughly guesstimated how many machines we should buy, and I guesstimated the exact number of machines we would have had to buy to have like a perfectly efficient system. Nice. And, that, and so it just like worked out like that, and like, because we bought it all right at the beginning, and we had like the maximum paying thing the whole time we just like crushed everybody wow. and it was wild and then my team and it was so funny though so anyways i was like this is a wild experience and i think this would be a, such a fun game yeah. <laughs> and so okay. that was the idea behind widgets and digits wow. and so i tried to make a game that kind of simulated this experience of like you're trying to make a bunch of money by the end of the time and like you need to buy machines to kind of upgrade it but you it's a sequential process you have to have like the right number of each machine to like maximize your throughput and like that's kind of how it kind of worked out. Wow, yeah. mm -hmm. what a story, man! I know. That was a, <laughs> yeah. Doesn't that oh. get you a little hyped? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, like, wow. We were, it was wild. And I could tell, like some of the stuff you were saying. I was like, oh, I can see how you. Yeah, you can see it. Now. I was like, oh snap! Yeah, yeah, yeah I can see how it was incorporated. Like, yep. mm -hmm. Man, thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, no, I was like, yeah. So that, that was awesome. That's the story of Widgets and Digits. It was like such a crazy class. It was like all like my dreams coming together, and yeah. then I have it. And so I was like, this is such a cool business idea. I wanted to make a business game. I wanted to make a game in general. It all just kind of like fed yeah, together. Okay. And that's the thing because like both Joe and I did the exact same class. Basically, we were just separated by a year. Okay. And then when Joe came into work saying like, hey, I have a business game based off of operations class, the Littlefield Simulator. 
simulation. I was like, wait, the little field simulation? I love that shit. I was like, well, mine was a little bit different because mine was conducted remotely because, you know, shit happened. Um, So basically, I just created this giant Excel template with like a flow chart saying that like, okay, I have some calculations here. You get your copy, put your numbers in. If it turns red, switch paths and then just keep going. I just basically tried to pre-program everything. Yeah, like like a little flow chart, like a decision tree. You got to watch those utilization levels. Yeah, Yeah, just like if the cell turns red, do this thing, like switch, buy a machine, like do something like that. But yeah. It yeah. wasn't nearly as like exhilarating because we were all kind of like little screens. I felt like I was on mission control, like yeah. controlling remotely. That, I mean, when you like, put, it does feel like mission control a little that bit. That kind of yeah. sounds like uh, in the light of the board game, uh, the, the uh, lore or, or uh-huh. uh, theme is what you were explaining. It kind of sounds like Captain Sonar, oh, like like oh, like, sonar. like where like. Captain Sonar is you have the the captain, you have your engineer, you have whatever. The captain's like, all right, where are we at? Yeah. What are you doing? What's <laughs> yeah. going on? And oh, you're like yeah. trying to like go like with the whole like the your submarine at the sink. Yeah. And then the other guys are also going, hey, where are you going? Where's left? What's going? <laughs> where, where, what direction? Okay, we're going up. So you're kind of like fighting. So when you're saying like, what's our utilization? I was like, all right, that's like you're like the captain. Like, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm the captain now. I know. <laughs> Look at me. Look, Look at me. me. Uh, I'm the captain now. Yeah. yeah. But I could also see like a um, in, like you know anime anime world where. Your 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 team's freaking out, and you're over here with like a cigar, like, like just like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the light reflection, <laughs> like hold hold the line, hold the line, like stroking your beard. It was like, great. It was, it was just so funny because we like start out and everyone's like freaking out, and I was like, I and like I'm like telling them to hold steady in my heart. I'm like, I really hope I did the math right. <laughs> you're like, you're like, you're like well, they're gonna be yeah. super mad at me if this doesn't work out. Like with the stern face staring at the screen, like. And you're like inside. You're like, oh my god! Uh, I know, literally, <laughs> though, you just literally. gotta look calm and collected, so people, yeah. other people, don't freak but out. But it, it yeah. was like the energy was crazy as we started because they wow. had this public scoreboard, and as we start like mm-hmm. creeping up the line, yeah. and people are looking at us, and my team's like freaking out, and like it was wild. Yeah, so no, you're yeah, 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 oh yeah, <laughs> team Moose, Moose. <laughs> we meant, we meant to do that. Yeah, this was us. You get the horns, you yeah. know. What I mean? <laughs> that was cool, man. Uh, yeah, that was awesome. The the, mm-hmm. the the way they came to be. I mean, it shows. It shows like the the um. The idea of it and the, and the time, like the passion of it, it's awesome. It was great. Um, follow up question would be: um, so what what goes into like the ins and outs of like just creating, like getting like getting mm-hmm. this started? Like how how did you come up with like just wanting this board here or like or like these nominations? Like do you do you guys got to go through certain markets or certain things like that, or do you guys kind of have to design things like all right, this is what we want to kind of look how it looks, stuff like that, like. Yeah, what, what are the processes of going through like mm. a board game, creating like the physicality of the board game? Yeah, so a couple of things. So the initial designs, I just like made, um, I made everything in PowerPoint initially. So oh. it was, I just like made some PowerPoints, make some boxes. I'm like, this is where you could put a card, you know? Like I had some initial ideas. Honestly, the layout has been fairly consistent to mm-hmm. what the initial designs were, mm-hmm. but it's Alex's beautiful art that's kind of brought it to life. And it's amazing how much the art actually plays a role in like the game itself and like the fun of it. Like, yeah. when you can visually see everything, it's incredible. Yeah. Um, I'll let Alex talk a little bit more about, like, how, like, we got this yeah, artistic look and yeah. all that piece. Yeah. But just in terms of creating a game, like, essentially your first step is, like, you come up with the idea. Then you basically make, like, a handwritten, whatever's the cheapest possible. I actually went to Michael's, and I just, like, went. I bought, I was like, what's the cheapest thing that could be, like, a piece? And I'm like, oh, they have beads. So I bought, like, bags of, like, little beads, you know. Mm-hmm. And I got, like, uh, I had this, like, um, painter's box or whatever, like, I carried around in. Kind yeah. of 
of looks like a board game box, but it's not. And then I got like little markers so, and like a blank card so I could handwrite all the cards. Right. So everything was like handwritten. All these little, I took, I got Monopoly money for the actual money, like, cause it's cheap to order online. Yeah, yeah. So money, handwritten cards, beads for pieces, and then just like uh, printed out like sheets of paper with like PowerPoint stuff mm-hmm. for like the game mats. Okay. And so it took me like three months to kind of refine the initial version. Right. Uh, the hardest part was like, uh, getting the numbers to a place where it like optimizes because essentially what we've built here is um, a small little economy mm-hmm. and small changes like I'm talking one dollar changes in the prices of things totally change the incentives and can totally change how the game plays out really? and they can make it such a way that the game is just broken where like goods like there's no liquidity in the markets everything's yeah. flooded nothing happens yeah. or they change it so like it's it's really fun and the, everything's changing and flexible so refining those numbers took yeah. Three months, and then um, and then I kind of brought it to the office and started playing with Alex and what. and when we took it for our very first convention, essentially we were collecting survey data. And the idea was like, we'll take it to a con, we'll play it with people that are real board gamers, we'll see what they think, and if we get bad feedback, that's the end of the game. And we'll just kind of like go home, tip our hats, that was a good time. But if it seems like people are interested and like yeah. want something like this, yeah. then we'll, we'll try to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, the funniest, this is the funny story. So I, I didn't know Alex was an artist. When I met Alex, yeah. Alex was purely like, I love this. It's like Littlefield simulation, yeah, you know? I was totally on board. Was like, he, he just wanted, he wanted to play. He was, he was showing up in the office with me every time I brought it to like play test. He was giving really good feedback. I was like, hey man, like there's a convention coming up. I want to show it to people. I, I could really use a friend there to like table with me. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. Like yeah. I'm down. <laughs> 12 hours of board games a day? What? I mean, Say what? less, bro. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we show up and we played it and we were collecting survey data. And uh, honestly, the feedback was really good, even in its really terrible handwritten state. And like, there's so many, when you think back now, there's so many things that like are luck that, that mm-hmm. tipped the direction in this actually coming to life. Yeah. Because I've been to other conventions so far, the strategic on environment, the fact that Toraj put so much effort into like channeling people to indie games so we get actually get play testers made a big I, I just thought that's how cons were but now I've been to other cons and like you can easily show up sit there for 12 hours and nobody comes by mm-hmm. but Toraj created this environment where there was we we had 20 tests a day even in our crappy handwritten state they were playing the game and like that allowed us to get a ton of feedback and it was like overwhelmingly positive out of the 20 people 19 people that took our survey um, I think 17 scored it a 4 out of 5 on the fun meter or higher wow. which was pretty good mm-hmm. and then um 14 of the 19 left their email and said that, like, contact me when this is ready to get sold. I want to buy it. And I was like, that's like a 70, 60 percent. Like people, even in crappy state, people are like, I want this game. And we're like, all right, we got to do it. And then the funny part is Alex turns to me after the con. He's like, you know, like, uh, I'm a bit of an artist. Like, uh, what if I just like do the art for the game? And I was like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, whatever, man. Like, if you want to try it, like, go for it. And I was like, I'll I'll try and put together a little bit of art for some of the cars. I'll run them by, see what you think. And I was like, I just kind of spend you know i had a little bit of downtime at work i was like okay i boot up powerpoint i figured like you know i'll throw something together i'll throw some basic things together and you know i made like four cards so, so the fir- first four cards out. he showed mm-hmm. are the dog card and oh, um yeah. it, there's the dog was it steve steve yes it was dog steve it was uh one of the purple ones i don't remember which one and it was uh the hipster the uh something oh, in a right. coffee shop and yeah. i'll show you but like they they're a little bit improved since then because alex has got even better at making the card art since <laughs> yeah. he first started but i will show you 
like this was basically what he showed me this design uh, the first like oh. and he was like hey man I can do art and I saw that and I was like this is the look <laughs> I was like oh my god you can't just do art man you do like great art and I was like this is how the game has to you look holding on to me bro? yeah like, that's, that's like, the thing I thought that I was like okay maybe he was just very humble together because like I was at work I was on my work laptop I was like okay I can open up PowerPoint I'll make a little bit of like initial draft using shapes and stuff I can like twist stuff around like recolor stuff and I was like okay I made this kind of mock-up but then it was like okay Turns out PowerPoint is a really powerful ve like ve uh, ve vector illustrator so program. Every so. single piece of art you see in the game is all made entirely in PowerPoint. PowerPoint. Yep. Yeah, really? everything it's you see here. So essentially, Alex really? was like, what is the most tedious way I could possibly make <laughs> yeah. this piece of art? What if I made it all out of tiny little shapes organized oh, perfectly? So like when you see these like complicated images and stuff, yeah. everything 100% PowerPoint. Wow. And uh, it, it doesn't even look like it. It, it just yeah. looks like vector art. But it, it's like when you look at the little shapes, you're like, oh, my God, he spent forever. This cardstock, is this something you get online yeah, so, on the website? So the manufacturing. So this prototype is made by GameCrafter. So GameCrafter is uh, it's a, one of the best, like, prototype manufacturers. Okay. Um, they manufacture, I think, out of, like, Minis Michigan or something. Um, essentially, they have a really cool website where you can just uh, – they have a lot of pre-select components. Yeah. You pick mm -hmm. a component, you upload an image, and then they can basically print it out like the image you want okay. on the component so the tricky part is you have to get the image you have to get it to their specific sizing um, and they are a little bit limited in like what they can offer right. if you move to mass manufacturing and you try to work with a real manufacturer who they'll be fully custom yeah. but uh, for being a pre-select component house like yeah. like we were able to make a lot of stuff yeah, and amazing. and the quality is really good I yeah. will say the pricing is is very high is it so it's it's only like this box you see here is probably like 80 90 bucks okay yeah so it's like expensive for one-offs, which is why it's really more of a prototype house. Right. Because mm -hmm. if you want to use a mass manufacturer to make a prototype, it's like two hundred to four hundred dollars. Oh, wow. So okay. they're great for making small prototypes. You can get an initial look and feel of your game, sort of like it's not going to be exactly how the final version will look. Right. Um, but then, and then reasonably good turnaround. It, it uh, for one-off, it'll probably take a month, month and a half to get okay. your game. Mm -hmm. um, we just recently ordered or tried to order ten. Okay. It's like a three-month wait for a larger run. So that's actually what is the main delay for us moving to Kickstarter is yeah. waiting for the 10 orders because okay. we want to give copies to reviewers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where, where yeah. we're at right now. Yeah, that kind of follows up with, you kind of hit it with uh, my follow-up question was, so now that you guys have kind of this, the system going, the flow going, obviously you might do some more tweaks along the way, mm -hmm. but like, yeah, what's the future for which is just now? Like, what's the next yeah. step that you guys want to so carry on? So essentially, given the feedback, we really try to incorporate feedback of our players. Um, we, we have to scale it with the fact that we, we have to appeal to the right audience and yada yada but that being said we take everybody's feedback into consideration this game is actually a collective effort of all the people who've played with us yeah. so recently we are making a big change according to the uh, a very consistent piece of feedback it was hard we had to kill one of our babies which yeah. was the stock market um, yeah so we've had to make a big change it's going to probably take us a little while to fully vet out this change mm -hmm. we also have an expansion to the game called boardroom battle and like once we vet out the classic game we have to vet out the changes with boardroom battle yeah. so there's there's actually a fair amount of vetting now that we have to do to kind of really tone this in. I would say we're somewhere between a month. I say a month, but I always undershoot. It might actually be more like two months of yeah. vetting. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and then we're going to reorder the reviewer copies. If it's the same order schedule, it might be another three months. So we might be five months away before we're actually ready to launch the game. And we're going to probably try to correlate the launch with another strategic con just because it's so great to be there and have yeah. so many people come by. Sure. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, we're probably like five, six months away from launch now. But um, once uh, then, once the reviewer copies are out, uh, we're going to we're going to do a big splashy event launch, you know, launch it on Kickstarter. And then, uh, you know, people will be able to, to get the game. Course, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, is it really? Does it take that long to just get that stuff? Like, yeah. Well, it's it? there's a lot that goes into it because you have to think about it from um. So, playtesting is it, the hardest part. Is like I just told you, it's like we're six months away, and only thirty percent of that is refining the actual game. We mm -hmm. have to be absolutely done with the game in mm -hmm. two months to even launch in six, right? Yeah. Because it takes so long to get the manufactured Gosh, pieces, yeah. and like manufacturing is only part of it, right? Mm -hmm. Like I said before, and like you called out, nobody will play a game that doesn't have a spicy intro that doesn't yeah. have a, a cool thing yeah. like so we have a whole marketing calendar we have all this as stuff we want to do to try to hype up the game yeah. ultimately like we're very low budget like we're very small small group yeah. we're, we're developing a lot of these marketing skills as we go yeah. so like uh, but you have to put in the work the marketing is actually probably about as important as everything else that went into the game mm. so uh, that's why it takes so long because it's like the manufacturing. It's also prepping all the marketing materials mm -hmm. so that we can have a really exciting two months building up to the launch of our game. Yeah. Uh, we want to do, we yeah. want to do all kinds of stuff like lots of TikTok posts. We want to sure. lots of Instagram posts. We want to be making like lots of announcements. We want to go to a lot of local board game cafes yeah. to show it off to play yeah. with other people. We want to go to cons. We want to reach out to like local newspapers and see if we can get stories published. Yeah. Like, and you know, we're going to be making ads to go on like Facebook, Instagram, blah blah yeah. blah. We want to reach out to like our UCLA alumni community oh, to see if they're interested as well. So like all of this, all of this stuff, it, like you have to prepare it and then you have to allocate time to do it. Right, and so right. that all is kind of is kind of part of it. Kickstarter is actually the call to action moment. When you launch your Kickstarter, you have to have your community ready to go. Start going. Yeah, yeah. because the problem is, is like so you know even in the lowest budget sense of it, probably going to spend like five to six thousand dollars on marketing. And if our Kickstarter fails to fund, that money's just thrown oh, away. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, I don't think we have the budget to like try again. Yeah. So it's like we have to make it perfect because we get one chance to fund yeah. our Kickstarter campaign. If not, that's just money in the hole and like the project just dies. Yeah. And it's been a year already in yeah. terms of effort. So yeah. it'd be such a shame to throw yeah, away yeah, a year yeah. of effort. So we really we want that splashy event to no, really succeed. Like we've uh, our break even. We need like 220 backers. So we're, our goal is to get 220 backers. At that point, we would fund. We would actually lose money at that. point point we'll be negative but we at least can get the game out to people yeah, well, who want to yeah. play mm -hmm. and sure. so that's that's the only goal right now yeah, is yeah, like right. we just want people to be able to have the game we want to be able to say we made it and people were able to play it yeah. and have fun okay. um but like uh so we're trying to build up that feel very confident in that like 220 backer number is kind of where we're no, at for yeah. sure. i mean it would be yeah. fantastic if we blew up so big that we were actually able to make money but at the end of the day our goal is to Bring the hive together. Bring Our goal together. is to let people have fun. Our goal is to get this game into people's hands so they can enjoy the same kind of experience yeah. when you that you put a year of had. effort in something, it's more about like having people then, get yeah. to play with it mm -hmm. and have people get to experience the game. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I can tell you from that from that mentality, like, yeah, you guys are gonna you guys are gonna really make it far. Yeah, you're, you're gonna I mean, make it far with that. So. That's we the we're gonna make good games. <laughs> no, you yeah. are and it shows, like I said, this is very authentic, very genuine, mm -hmm. but it's also like this isn't a game you just create to be like, yeah, I'm just doing it so I can make money and, you know, get it out there. This is a game to, like, 
I let's, will, let's bring people together, you know. I will tell you, though, advice for people who are interested in making games. If you want to be in games for making money, make card games, all right? Oh, it's okay. a different calculation entirely. Like Easier liberty. Oh, yeah. They, they produce for much less money, and yet they sell for very similar to a full board game. Oh, and wow. that's that's huge. Like, yeah. for example, to produce, like mass produce a, a deck of cards or something, it's probably like a dollar to $2 with the box, wow. right? Because it's, it's a smaller container, it weighs less, it costs less to ship and store. And, and so you save so much money on shipping, you save so much money on production. Mm -hmm. And yet people buy like card game only games really? for like very similar amounts like Dominion okay. is an entirely card game yeah, game is, yeah. And people pay the same as they would for like a full uh, box board game yeah. And yet I can tell you that game is much much cheaper to produce yeah, And so wow. when you save money like that you're uh, way more able to actually like turn it into a business yeah. model Turn it into mm -hmm. something course, successful definitely. So first time game designers take your brilliant idea make it a card okay. game And you have a chance to make more games <laughs> or, or, or sit on it for now and then save your brilliant idea for when you're more more established when yeah. you've got more of a yeah. reputation. Side idea first. With yeah. The, card the other thing is, is like having a following from ha successfully making a game, even if it was only marginally successful, it makes you so much more likely to make that second game idea successful. Yeah. Interesting. So like, it's like do the easiest possible thing for your first idea. Try to just like break it over that break-even threshold so you have enough money to like successfully do more campaigns, and each of your following campaigns will be like a wow. better and better chance to succeed. Yeah. yeah. That is mm -hmm. so cool, man. That yeah. is awesome, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, so, the, the obviously you kind of told me the future. So, like, do you guys have any like future cons you guys are planning to like well, showcase more of this stuff? I mean, yeah. So we're definitely going to go to OrcCon, which is the other strategic con event. I think that one's in February. Yep. We're probably going to go back to the middle strategic con, which I think mm -hmm. was May. Gate. No, not Gateway. It was what was it called? Uh, there's three of them, but they're all strategic cons. GameX. Yes. We'll probably go to GameX, which I think is in May. That probably will be what we try to align the new launch to. Mm -hmm. uh, and we'll probably just go to all the Strategic Con ones. We'll try to go to more uh, other conventions. There's not a ton of conventions in SoCal. Um, yeah, they're all like East Coast. I, they're they're, they're kind of spread out. Yeah. Um, we'll try to see what attainable conventions we can go to. But if there's a con and it's in SoCal, there's a good chance yeah. we'll be there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta get you guys at Gen Con. Oh, Gen guy. Con, the big the big daddy. Oh, that's right. Uh -huh. The hard part with the Comic Con events is like board games like aren't super the focus. Yeah, yeah. They mm -hmm. usually have like a free play room, but yeah. it's not like what's nice about the board game cons is everyone's there to play board games and like mm -hmm. whatever room you set up in. Well, people well will Gen come Con play. is a big. All board games. Oh, it, oh it, so the it one is? in Indianapolis. Oh, oh yeah. that one. Gen, Gen oh, the, the, the big, big daddy. daddy. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, we gotta get you guys there. Oh, the, the that, there's the real dream. There's yeah, the real Gen Con. Dream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The well, Comic Con of board games. Hopefully, our Kickstarter is funded, and then we can like look into all the oh, other man, fun yeah. stuff to follow. Yeah, me and a couple friends have been, we've been wanting to go to Gen Con. Oh, I bet it would be uh, super cool. It's cool. Hey, let's do it. Let's plan it. I'd be super down. Set the date. Set the date right now. Oh my gosh, that that would be such a cool event. Yeah, like some of the pack events too. Like the pack events are huge. Oh yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so you guys cool. will be at the Sochijo Con in February? It's February for sure. Yes. Yeah. And Definitely probably see you guys there. Yeah, we'll see you there again. Going back. Come, yeah. come swing by the room. I have to. We have to. Oh, we yeah. already planned it. Like once we left, the, the group of guys that we're with, we're like, yeah, we have to come back. We have to come back. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know where to find us. Uh, of course. <laughs> you're, you're our first stop, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to. I want to try out that new method. That you oh have to, yeah, uh, absolutely. The and there's changes. also the expansion, which you never got to play. I, it would probably be a while before you get to play it because right. you got to set up the time. But okay. um, like you, the expansion takes the base game and all those cards you liked playing with. We now give them card abilities, so oh. it allows you to set up. Like it's like this card will give you free refreshes, and this card, when you sell it, will like allow you to swap cards with somebody else. Oh, and like nice. so, like now it adds in a whole another layer of like Very what's going nice. on. And yeah. one of my favorite cards, you activated this ability. 50, 
like there's a chance that you get to steal money from the richest player. There's a chance you lose the car completely and it blows up. No <laughs> way, really? It's Whoa. the big red button car. Yeah, like, but you know you button. can't resist pressing yeah. that button. Oh, no, no. I, <laughs> that's my first time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, guys. Um, yeah, so I think we'll wrap it up here. With I thank you guys so much for coming. Hey, Vic, um, thanks it, so much for having you us. You guys man. explain this game. I, I'm telling you guys now that this game's gonna get big. Oh, um, thank you, you have my support. You know, whatever Woo! you guys need, so I love much. it. That's what um, we're here anyone for. Anyone listening, guys, follow these guys. If you want to tell us your your, your socials, your Instagram, yeah, like absolutely. That. So on Instagram, we're at Friendly Bee Game Company. Uh, we have a couple more socials, but that's kind of the only place I'm really posting. So follow us on Instagram yes. at fin- Friendly Bee Game Company. Yes. You could it's the same name on on Facebook and and YouTube. So if you're feeling generous. Give us more follows across yes. all. Give them a um, subscribe, like, follow them, send them yeah. a message, tell them that they rock. Yeah. Um, and, and stay tuned if we. Uh, we're going to be launching our Kickstarter at some point and Soon. be sure to drop us a follow as well if you want to yeah. stay tuned. Yeah, we yes. would love that. We do have a pre-follow page on Kickstarter which is just searching widgets and digits. Um, that would be super fantastic yes. uh, if anybody would give us a follow Do there. it, guys. Do it, guys. I'm yeah. telling you guys. I'm telling you now. Get in on this. It's early. They're, they're, they're kicking off. It's a fun game. Try it out. Even message them. Say, hey, I want to play test this game. I'm pretty sure. Oh, you guys man. Do. We would love that. Would that would love be that, yeah. the best. Send I mean, them a message. <laughs> if you're in the LA area, just call us up. We'll swing by. We can run yes. a play test. Yes, yes. absolutely. I know, I know for sure. I probably might hit you guys up soon. Be like, hey, let's go to Geeky T's over here. Oh, dude. Mm. That's actually, oh, I yeah, would love it's that. Right there. That's where they do the uh, first play LA. It's at Geeky T's. Is it there? Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You already go there, man. Right, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm a frequent member. Yeah. There you go. I love that place. That place is great. The place is great. I love that place. It is. And it's also the cat rescue. Oh, man. I bet you love the cats everywhere. Yeah, I love that idea. It's like, you know what would be great with board games? Tea and cats. Cats. Can't beat that combination. You you can't. Drinking your tea, rolling some dice, get some cats Cats all over you. Love it, baby. Knocking over yourself. Yeah, I know, right? Interesting. Yeah, thank you guys again. Once so much for coming. Um, I'm very honored to you guys. I mean, it was fun meeting you guys at at StudioCon. I'm looking forward to future playthroughs, playtests, just us hanging out and just playing some board games. Like, I got. I got, Dude, a you got a great board stack. Game. I love it. I got, Absolutely. yeah, I got anything. Whatever you guys want to play, where I'm down to play whatever, anything mm-hmm. and stuff. And um, yeah, thank you guys so much for um, sharing it. And I guess, again, it's, it's going to get big, guys. It's, it's going to get big. It's a fun yeah. game. Totally. Um, yeah, guys, check it out. Um, and then stay tuned for the next episode of Games y Mas. Um, this guy's great. Yeah. Keep <laughs> watching. Keep watching, everybody. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you. And, um, and yeah, I guess that's it. And yeah, nos vamos a ver a la próxima. <laughs>